When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, good evening, welcome, welcome to a very special, very special Spurs show. I've got three very special people with me, and hopefully later, um, something special on the phone. Firstly, uh, welcome, uh, uh, I guess, making her debut this evening, mm-hmm. the presenter, Lucy Jones. Hi, Lucy. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. An absolute pleasure. And two gentlemen who've been on the show many, many times. Firstly, the writer, raconteur, <laughs> Mr. Paolo Hewitt. Good evening. And the man, well, the, the man who, thankfully because of him, we put all those wonderful live shows on at his club. He's the governor of the 100 Club on Oxford Street, one of the most iconic venues in Europe, Jeff Horton. Thank you, Mike. Nice to be back. Thank you very much for joining us. So tonight, uh, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday. We're going to look back at the, uh, feels like it was ages ago, the Rochdale uh, replay. Um, we haven't t- touched on yet. <clears throat> the game against Huddersfield. And then we're obviously looking forward to the game of the weekend against Bournemouth. But the big one, the big one tomorrow night, Juventus in the Champions League. Can we get through? Can we get to the quarterfinal only for the, well, the second, well, the third time technically because in the, if you count the Europe, European Cup in the sixes, but in the Champions League the second time um, ever. Um, can we get there? So, uh, and later on the phone we've got Eric Torsvet. We've also got interviews that are conducted this week with Les Ferdinand, Mark Falco, and John Motson. So a lot to get through. A lot to get through. So firstly, let's let's look back um, uh, very quickly at uh, the last two games before we look forward to Juventus. Don't forget, uh, this season we teamed up with Labbrooks, bringing you plenty of specials. Just go to bet.spurshow.net, sign up, and you'll get lots of offers there. And very quickly, don't forget our monthly live Spurs Show events. Next one, May t- sorry, March 27th for Tony Galvin, April 24th at Alan Murray at Mullery, and then the end of season live show at the 100 Club on May the 16th. To get your tickets now, go to bet.spurshow.net. And hopefully the next two weeks we'll be announcing our big guest for May. Right, firstly, let's look back to the Rochdale game, if you can remember. Was anyone there? It was a freezing cold night. I was. Paolo, well done. I went. You've got a young child, anything to get out of the house. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) No, I had a friend come over from America. Right. And uh, I was, you know, uh, on (laughs) Facebook with him. And I was saying, oh, we can meet up Wednesday night. We can go and watch the Rochdale game. Then I thought... Well, tickets are a tenner, aren't they? Yeah. Come on, we'll go to the Rochdale game. <clears throat> yeah. So I met him at Peter Express, obviously at King's Cross. And, but he's from New England. He was like, oh, this is nothing, man. There's <laughs> nothing. It's a little snowstorm, right. you know. So I went to the game and um, it looked, um, well, we were all over them. And yeah. it looked like when they equalised... You know that thing we've all had over the years when they <laughs> equalise? Oh, here we go. Mm. Here we go again. But this is a different team now, isn't it? 
and they came out in second. And that was literally a different team because it was like a second string team. Yeah. It was a different, different yeah. team, wasn't well, it? You know, the main thing, of course, was the VAR yeah. Yeah. business going on. And it's true, you, you need to involve, you, you, need to, you need to tell the crowd what is going on. Mm. I mean, Lucy, have you witnessed a more nuts... 45 minutes than, than that well I had a ticket to the game and right. I had to work last minute I was gutted I was on right. air and I had the phone in my hand watching it and I was screaming I mean mm. people probably heard me on the TV but right. I mean what a joke mm. yeah. <laughs> absolute joke and I think he went to VAR too unnecessary is it for every single time you're unsure I know it's, it's, he just yeah. lost all confidence he lost all referee. confidence in himself yeah. um, <laughs> it was like he didn't even know what the rules were yeah. And my brother was there giving me regular updates, mm. and it was stressful. It wasn't enjoyable, and no one could tell what was going on, especially with the snow. Well, I mean, that first <laughs> yeah, half, yeah. Jeff, I mean, you know, I. Look, God, we've, we've been going to suppose long enough. We've all seen sort of contentious decisions, but, you know, we won't go too much so far because there's, there's people more experienced than us to talk about it. But my, my understanding of VAR is that as long as there's a clear yeah. evidence of something that's yeah. gone wrong, whatever. Now, the, the first goal that was disallowed, ridiculous, uh, which was Lamella from a foul of Lorenti, yeah. I've watched about, about 20 times. You just go, I still don't see the foul. No, no, and, and as, as you say, it's, that's not what VAR's for. It's mm. supposed to be, plays are supposed to go on unless something has happened, which clearly the referees missed, which, you know, that wasn't the case. But also I thought, he was having his five minutes of fame on TV. Mm. The, what was the whole thing with the sun penalty? I still don't well, that know. Was, that was nothing to do with VAR. No, that, that was the referee's you're decision. You're not allowed to do that run-up. No, I've he's, seen it done 50, you see it all the time. It's gamesmanship, isn't and it? It's just, yeah. but, they stopped it this season, mm. the run-up. So he, he was right. Yeah. He was actually right. But why did Sonny yeah. do it? Yeah, yeah he was very gutted he did it. I mean, And to get well, booked for it was a bit... Shouldn't have got booked. Yeah. But then I think, you know, um, the other thing, just going back to VR as well, which is, you know, when you've got a squad worth the kind of money that Spurs and all the bigger teams have, and even the Rochdale lads, it can't do them any good when they've warmed up mm. and they've got ready for a game of football. And then the game's getting stopped for up to two, two and a half minutes, and it's freezing. I mean, I don't know what it was pitch side, but it must have been, what, minus was, yeah. three or four? Yeah, it, yeah. it can't do the players any good. Suddenly players, with all these games coming up, if you're not careful, are going to end up pulling hamstrings, pulling mm. calf muscles, getting all kinds of injuries because some idiot with a TV screen, the referee, is deciding everything needs to be stopped. And mm. it's just, you know, how many times did he stop the game in the first half four or five times it was, yeah. it was extraordinary well, I, was I, mean, text, I know I was they're trying the going what, what's, I was there going, what's <laughs> yeah. going on I mean I know they're yeah. trying and the whole point of the trial is to iron out these things but you think they would have done a bit more prep work before it got to this stage I hope it never comes someone in, going well it will do yeah. you know it's going to be in the uh, I think it's going to be in the World, World Cup, Cup. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. they announced that's that the day be, after or something didn't they yeah it's going to be in the, the World Cup the thing is if we, if we had lost that game yeah. That is when there would have been. Yeah. We would have been mm. totally, utterly hard yeah. done by, wouldn't we? Yeah, no. Absolutely. But you know, I think what Pochettino said afterwards is very pertinent as well. Is that you know, the thing about football is, you know, when it's all about in, being instantaneous. So if a goal scored, you stand up. You don't have to suddenly stop and go. Oh, hang on yeah. a minute. Sit there was down a again pause and wait for like, between yeah, celebrations. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just you know, I just so think surely, it takes uh, away a lot of the magic surely, that football's yeah. about. Surely the other thing is that in other sports. It involves the crowd. So in tennis, yeah, and cricket, they, they tennis that. and cricket have got it right. Yeah, yeah. The so it involves of, the crowd. Oh, it's been given it out. I hope they don't do that. Though I really well, I don't really play that on the screen like it. But I think they'll But I think they kind of have to because if as you know, if you pay all that money in the stadium, you know, as you were, and, or the kit was a tenner, yeah. and you don't know what's going on, you mm. want to see the instant. You want to hear on the tannoy. It's been yeah. you know sent to VAR because he believes yeah, that Lorente fouled. Or look at it different angles, and then. 
they've got to do that surely yeah, yeah, and obviously yeah. and obviously speed it up that's the thing it's just it was so slow yeah, yeah. you know Ridiculous. it was like a minute and a half a minute 40 about three or but, four times but somebody pointed out it's quite true free kicks take two minutes these days you silly string yeah silly string <laughs> To, you know, the that was that was the thing that made there. me laugh that during that game. You're going to say Christian Eriksen the magic spray in the snow. <laughs> it was extraordinary. What are you doing? And then you got really had no you got idea. People at the other end raking it all off the line to see yeah. where the pitch begins and ends. Yeah. It was it was, a, it was a bizarre game. I mean, the yeah. the, the, the the ball mark. Every time the ball was rolled along the ground, it was a great <laughs> big diagonal mark going this week. At one stage, it. I thought it may get called off. Oh God, we got sit. Oh, I, I <laughs> was stand, sitting there looking up, thinking, "Well, why aren't you putting the roof on?" Because I thought yeah. because they've got two bits. Then you think, "Well, put the roof." They don't on. move, but they ain't got no they roof. Don't move. They? You don't like <laughs> that. Roof. But to be like fair that. to Spurs. As always, did well, they were well. incredibly professional. Yeah. Yeah. They swallowed all that VR nonsense. Yeah. They yeah. went out there and just swallowed yeah, it to one side. Had a hat trick. Perfect hat trick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just anyone else just couldn't believe <laughs> that was ridiculous. Lorenzo having a hat trick. You yeah. couldn't put money on that. Yeah. Yeah. And if someone did, please like yeah. let yeah. people Absolutely. know. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I wonder how much they made from that. The yeah, other thing as well, I know it's only Rochdale, but I was that's the first time I've really had a proper look at Lucas, and I thought he was great. I mean, how many assists did he have? Three. Something yeah. like that. One run and he cut through yeah. and he was on his own. I thought score yeah. and yeah. yeah, no, he looked he looked he looked really yeah. good. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good And part. I think that Lorente only scores in the snow now. I think <laughs> yes. that's what we were singing, wasn't it? That's by that <laughs> fake snow every game. Yeah. Comes Will he on. play tomorrow? More to start uh, no to start, look, well, we'll talk about you very later oh. let, let, don't get ahead don't get ahead of you we, we know whatever <laughs> so that was Rochdale um, the weekend uh, Huddersfield I thought a really professional yeah. performance um, and um, Hominson again oh, brilliant wasn't it I just I, that header mm. I want to watch it over and over. I watched it from every angle I watched it 62 <laughs> times and that cross from um, Harry. Harry I yeah, know we talk yeah. how amazing he is come on he's not just a striker he's done that he can put it he can hodlesk it can't he yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did yeah. that's right yeah, yeah he yeah. did no, it's, and it's also the other, the other thing as well um, you know again it was just one of those Spurs performances it's a standard Spurs performance yeah. now it doesn't matter yeah. who the opposition is yeah. Spurs get out there and they do a job on them and yeah. I've yet to see a team fitter than us. I've yet to see a team quicker. Technically, we are absolutely superb now. Mm. And although we're great going forward, defensively, even though we've had no Alder Verrill for three months, we we look fantastic. Mm-hmm. And in terms of all this, I think David Wagner, the uh, Wagner, the Huddersfield manager, summed it up and mm. he just went, well, what do you do? You know, Spurs yeah. are a very, very good team. Yeah, this is quality, a tough gig. Yeah. yeah, the operative word is team. Yeah. Look at yeah, the other absolutely. teams. They're not even just individual players, aren't they? And absolutely then, you know, when one or two of our regulars if you want to call them that don't make it they just bring in three or four people like they did against Rochdale and they do that I mean yeah. I thought the front four against Rochdale were fantastic yeah. in the second half they yeah. really were good yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. this season we're doing uh, well for the rest of the season into next season we we're doing a new sort of feature we've got lots of now Spurs show international correspondents from around the world getting their view from where they are so now we've got a very brief message here from uh, one of the founders of LA Spurs Brian Moore, our North American correspondent, and this is what he thought of the show. 
This is Brian Moore from the LA Spurs and the US correspondent for the Spurs show. I've just finished watching the game versus Huddersfield, the 2-0 win at the Greyhound Pub with the 50 loyal Spurs supporters at 7am. And I thought it was a very comfortable game. Spurs obviously dominated the possession and we really should have had a few more goals. Would have been nice to see Sonny get a third and everyone put in a shift today with Sonny, Christian and Delhi being the outstanding players for me. Thanks, Brian. We've got many more uh, coming up from around the world in the next few weeks. Um, very, very quickly, um, before we look ahead to um, the Juventus game, um, I had a very quick... I mean, Harry Kane passed for Sun was just... At the time, I was. it took my breath away. It was absolutely magnificent pass. And I was very lucky last week to go to the London Club Awards, which uh, is the um, yearly award run by the wonderful charity, the Willow Foundation. I was very lucky to bump into Les Ferdinand, who obviously was one of the uh, coaches at Spurs with the mm, show or whatever, yeah, yeah. who brought Harry Kane through. So I was very lucky to speak to Les and ask him whether he really himself saw Harry Kane coming through and being as great as he is. And here's Les Ferdinand now. I'm here with Les Ferdinand, ex-Tottenham striker and Tottenham fan, weren't you? You grew up as a Tottenham fan. Let's, let's set the record straight. Let's set the record straight. I was an armchair Tottenham fan. Armchair. Armchair. My, my parents wouldn't allow me to go to football. So I had really? I had to watch from a distance, yeah. So what was the first game you went to? Can you remember? First game I ever went to watch... The uh, first live game I ever went to watch was actually the Queen's Park Rangers game. I yeah? Think, yeah. Do you remember who they were playing? They were playing Leicester. And I was so um, taken back by it because Phil Clark played in goal with no gloves, with no gloves on. And then I wanted to be a goalkeeper. <laughs> so I was a goalkeeper for the first three years of my, really? my, my, my schooling. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you realise it wasn't for you. And then I realised it for me. Only lunatics playing goal. I kept bending over the ball down the net. Not for me. This is not for me. Now, obviously, your position is centre forward. This is what Harry came out briefly. Most first fans did not see it coming. We saw Harry come through the ranks. He went on loan to so many clubs. Did you, obviously, you know, you, you coached and everything. Did you see it? Did you see something came to go? We've got a real player here. What, what, we, what we had, what we saw was someone that we knew would have a Premier League uh, career. Um, we felt he had the ability, and, all, and, and a lot of the players, what they needed was an opportunity. Um, and we knew that, given an opportunity, uh, and when we talk about an opportunity, we're not talking about one or two games, unfortunately. When you come through the ranks at the football club, and I'm going to use... And club is big top. I'm going to use Lamella as an example. Yeah. When you come through the system of, of a football club, you're not afforded the same level of time as someone that you would pay money £30 for. £30 million pounds for. Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, we had we had Soldado there, and exactly. um, one other I can't remember now didn't work out. Yeah, and I know that when when Soldado was there, we wanted to play yeah. Harry. When Tim came in, we wanted to play really? Harry. We knew that if Harry hadn't scored in the first minute, they yeah, would start to lose. Yeah, the league game. I remember exactly. the game on, and then and the, um, the fans got behind him yeah, as well. And in the end, they got behind him. Yeah. And, he, and now he and is what he is. I mean, I, I didn't see this. I didn't well, see. Um, as quickly as this, no. you know, but like I said, we knew he would have a Premier League career. The same as we knew Ryan Mason would have one, Tom Carroll would have one, um, Alex Pritchard would have one, Jake Livermore would have one. So, you know, even Fulton came from a, a real good crop of players that we had Yeah. Next week we got Juventus. Uh, it was obviously two on the first leg. Do you think we can get through or do you think we're maybe getting ahead of ourselves? They're a good team. They're a very good team. Um, they're a good, experienced team as well. Um, but... 
Looking at what Spurs did over there, um, you have to fancy Spurs back at, at Wembley. Let's put the mockers on it now. <laughs> no, we'll no, play this no. next week. That'll be it. Four nil to feet. No, I, I, I think you're right. And finally, the FA Cup, uh, Swansea next round. We need a trophy. Yeah, we do. Uh, and, and to keep Harry at the club and to keep the players, that with the good players that you get at the football club, it's okay getting all the accolades about how good they play and how well they're doing and finishing twice, second twice. You need to start winning things now, you know, and the much you can do that, you're able to, to keep all the players you've got and bring some bring ones that gonna take you a little that step further. Yeah. Lovely. Let's enjoy the evening. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Liz Ferdinand. There we are. Right, we're going to talk about Juventus after this very quick break. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. VAR and we're back. Here, isn't it? <laughs> it's like it's like VAR tonight. You're absolutely right. Actually, anyway, a great party. Just quickly, you've got to mention Deli Ellis to Son for the yeah. first goal. Yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. sensational yeah. as well. Yeah. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And what I love is, by the way, the other thing as well is the header itself. Yeah, yeah unbelievable! Oh, it was tremendous, so yeah. cushioned. There was, you know. I think it was Tony Cascarino. Who's yeah. Cascarino right for? The times, God of the times. And he said, out of the two, the came past or the the header. He took the header as the. Yeah. He as basically the said, "What a difficult technique yeah. Yeah. it is to yeah. be rushing in." Watch the ball bounce and then sort of cushion it. Yeah, over the goal. Flying over but the what I love seeing is how, how upset Sonny was when he's brought off. He wanted another. He wanted I thought that was there. mean. I must admit, it was the one I thing I was so. like, really? Well, Tim, I'm, I'm Tim, assuming Tim, he's Tim Sherwood was saying that that's a sign that he's starting tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope yeah. you're right. Yeah. I mean, again, on, on social media today, as I said, this is the day before the Juventus game. Loads of sort of people going, oh, will he start with Lamella and all of a Sure, he's going to start. But is this even a debate? Well, Lamella's played. Started in the European experience, yeah. And he, Sonny brings something. He brings something on. He I brings think, a little bit of explosion. Do you think he'll bring, he'll bring more than Lamella in form at the moment? It depends how he start, I guess. You know, it's. Well, I don't. Know. I think. I think with Son at the moment, I think if you have a player in that kind of form, you have to play him. Mm. There's no two ways about it. You you have to. Play It'd be very harsh not to play him. Yeah. Um, for a game of also, you know. I'm a bit worried about tomorrow. Oh, well, we all are. Know, we're playing Juventus. <laughs> we're playing Juventus. They're, you know, wily old Italians mm. and they have that, those defenders, they wear their age like a sort of badge of yeah. honour. have got big players back. And, and, you know, I think it's going to be a tough game it and will. we're just going to need that extra little bit which Sun gives, that sheer pace, because they are a certain age now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Juventus' defenders. Wembley's a big pitch mm. and I think using the guile of Ericsson and the pace of Sun and yeah. Harry doing what he does and Ali doing what he does you know I think we that is our best way of making sure we go through because I think we will get behind them a few times and I think they will start to tire against us because as I mentioned earlier on we are such a I haven't seen a fitter side than us anywhere in Europe this I, year I, I, really I, I, I thought that about Real Madrid by the way I thought yeah. an ageing side this is an ageing yeah. this is a side that's now in decline because, what's Ronaldo 32 now yeah. Modric and Juventus would be the same mm. you know there's same there's so. a lot of age there <laughs> But yeah. they just seem to have that know-how somehow, even more than Real Madrid, perhaps, Juventus. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, if you look at their history, they've played so many games where they've yeah. been written off. They come back. Yeah. But they've got time. to come and win. It's 2-2. Yeah, two, they, two. they won last year. Nil-nil's yeah. no good. Yeah. One-one's yeah. no good. 
they have to come and win. And yeah. Dybala's back as well. Yeah. yeah. But having said that, I'm going to big up another one of our players. I think I'm going to big them all up by the show. Jan Vertonghen. Yes. Without Alderweireld has been, without question, has been his best season as a Absolute, Tottenham defender. Totally He's agree. been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I would back him against any forward, to be honest yeah. with you. As long as Serge doesn't give away a pen tomorrow. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about Serge. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be tight. He can't play, though, can he? Oh, what no, he can't, can he? He's, he's not he's out. Yeah, of yeah, course he's he is. Suspended. Oh, right. Yeah, he got he booking, suspended. didn't he? Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, I mean, there's always a, a massive error in him. So it that's worries me. Every yeah. time he comes on, it's like we replaced Clark Carl Walker, who's, who had a massive error in him. With another, <laughs> oh, you've but got massive think, errors. You but don't you think, Lucy, because they have to win, and the way we played at Wembley against Dortmund and Madrid, mm. and I know we're talking about Juve. This is why I asked the question. Surely they'll have to come out a little bit and then leave the spaces. They have to win the game. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have I, both teams just not doing it. I think you'll. I think Juve will approach that game like it's nil-nil still um, mm. and hope to get to the yeah. 60th minute still in it and then I think they'll start to try and pick us off I, I don't, I, not, don't. I think they'll attack straight away do you? I yeah. think they'll be looking for the early goal and then sharp shop okay. that's, that's what I think they'll do but the thing is I mean, it's our home now isn't it yeah, we, we've absolutely. got no. We're not. We don't look nervous yeah, anymore. Yeah. I hate the word hoodoo, but it's gone. Yeah, and it's the best run we've had yeah. since. Only was lost it 19... once all season against yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, it's in the, best... the league. We lost yeah. to West Ham as well. Had the but... most amazing run. Yeah, um, it's almost. It feels a bit like the lane again. Do you think we're going to wear the all white European kit? I'd love oh, to. Oh, I love so. that all white kit on the light. Lovely. We wore it against Real Madrid, didn't we? And uh, I'm sure we did. I can't, you know, I can't remember. I'm sure we did, yeah. I'm sure we did. I don't know, I was, I was hallucinating that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, really? Well, yeah, because we were playing uh, Ole football oh, games from Real Madrid. I, 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 I just thought you'd taken some very cheap that's drugs. What I thought, that's what I thought. I thought our season ticket had something, you know, had given off or something. I thought, I'm hallucinating. This is mass hallucinations. Yeah. We are playing Ole football games from Real Madrid. Last week, talking about sort of European, well, we're going to talk about great European nights. I was very lucky again last week at London Club Awards. To were you lucky great... to go to London Club Awards? I was, yeah. Mike? I was Wait, there with Theo. Did you feel lucky? in there Hugh and Brennan yeah, we, we uh, don't get an invite this, do we Hugh and Brennan the show we're off the you know. football manager had a table yeah. thank you to Kieran and Miles and myself and Theo yeah. went along anyway I met one <laughs> don't, of my don't, heroes don't forget your mates will you <laughs> I, yeah, I did uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't give me a plus one there was no plus one yeah. it's like do you want to come yeah. anyway I had assists, a pleasure assists. to meet John Motson uh, who has always had a soft spot yeah. and I asked him about some of his great Tottenham European members. I'm here with John Motson, the London London Football Awards uh, Association with Willow Foundation. Tottenham Hotspur next week, Juventus at Wembley. What's your memory of great European nights uh, with Tottenham Hotspur that you maybe commentated on or went to see growing up? Any great memories you've got, particularly well, games? Obviously, as a young boy, I remember the Benfica games, right. Bill Nicholson's team and Dave Mackay. But the one I suppose when I was commentating would have been the 1984 UEFA with Tony Park's saves against Anderlecht. Steve Perryman's team, really, although he was suspended for the final. Graham Roberts. I mean, yeah, I mean, Spurs, I think White Hart Lane, which obviously it's not now, but it was always a great venue for European occasions. And I'm sure Tottenham, the way they're going, are going to turn the Wembley the same way. Well, that's how they are. John, thank you very much for a few minutes with us. Nice to meet you. Enjoy your evening. Thank Thank you very much. Thank you. That was John Motson. And also um, uh, a player that's won a European medal. And we'll have him on the show later on in more depth. Uh, Lovely man uh, who was there for that wonderful UEFA Cup final 
1984, I asked Mark Falco yeah. how he thought we'd get Brilliant. on tomorrow. Uh, here at the London Football Awards, I'm here with the great Tottenham X striker Mark Falco. Mark, next week Juventus in Europe. You had some wonderful European nights at Tottenham. What was some of those great memories? Well, obviously winning the UEFA Cup in '84, yeah. and uh, obviously taking a penalty in the penalty shootout yeah. and actually scoring. You, 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 you leathered it. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely leathered it. I had to. <laughs> 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 no, but we had some great uh, moments in Europe, and um, yeah, just a shame that. Um, we actually got banned in the Liverpool for the high school stadium That's and right. they banned us so we could have gone on That's and right. who knows what might have happened but no fond memories great uh, teams we played you know the Real Madrid the Barcelona's Bayern all the names that are there now yeah. and it was just happy times and we seemed to have a, a good team to play for you know Absolutely. we had a good team and what about next week Juventus at Wembley yeah how do you think we're going to do I think we do well do you well. we, think we get through yeah I think we do we got the, we got the players to do it we showed that in Turin and I think we can finish the job next week. And what about the FA Cup as well? well now we've got through that ridiculous game last night. <laughs> yeah, but, Swansea yeah, away. Right, yeah. It's sort of opened up for us now, isn't it? Yeah, before? I mean, got, if we're in it, might as well go and win it. So that'd be nice. That'd be nice, you know. Lovely. Mark, thank you so much for joining right. us. See you soon. No problem. Lovely. Absolutely. Well, well, absolutely. That'd be great. And there we are. So... Okay, great, we're going to ask you now. Can I just go say on, the great go. thing about um, John Mopson? I went to the Bill Nick Memorial. Um, right. On the Sunday it was at the lane. Mm. And I remember getting there and looking at all the Spurs players in all their blazers and it went on and on. And then there was the sheepskin coat. Oh. <laughs> it was there. I was like, oh, brilliant. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. No, he's always been my, one of my, probably my favourite commentators. No, Brian yeah. Moore. I think. Brian Moore? Yeah, every time. Really? Yeah, I scored. I actually, I played in a five-a-side tournament and he was, it was a charity thing and he was commentating wow and I scored a, a good left foot volley and he went oh what a scorcher and I thought I can really? yes <laughs> I can retire wow. it's like your, it. your ringtone on your phone now yeah, yeah it should be, should be. Wow. <laughs> oh what a scorcher that's amazing yeah. well anyway Lucy let's prediction for tomorrow oh crikey tough one isn't it I think we're going to win but we're not going to make it easy no. <laughs> we're going to be very Tottenham um, I think we'll do it 2-1 I, 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 I agree with you that's what I think it's going to be I think it's going to be 2-1 Jeff I think they're going to tire and we'll win 3-1 lovely I'm thinking one all well which oh gets God. us through it'll get yeah. us through yeah yeah. it's going to be there's going to be moments when you think oh no because if it's 1-1 one, one with 10 that. minutes to go it's going to be torture you know? as long as not, not another Lacazette Lampard, moment that killed Lampard. me oh God, yeah. Frank Lampard was talking about it in the standard today. Did you read that? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about the nerds from the crowd. He said that he could remember at Chelsea, you know, there's always a bit where the other team has 15, 20 yeah, minutes of and, just, and you can feel the nerves coming from the mm. crowd and it mm. doesn't help, you know. So, yeah. Tomorrow it's all. Hello, chat. Another knows? record crowd at Wembley, <laughs> do you reckon? Um, I think it will be. It'll be yeah. bigger than the, um, the derby, surely. Everyone wants to be there. Well, I don't know. But isn't there a restriction midweek games or something? I don't know how it works. Oh, There's a restriction. I thought there was a retractable roof. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, just briefly, um, talking about London team Spurs Arsenal, I've got to say this. I went to the North London derby, obviously, mm. at Wembley, and I got on an early train because I can't stand the claustrophobic tubes. And I was nervous walking down Wembley Way, mm. and I got in about 45 minutes beforehand, and I watched Tottenham train, their mm. warm-ups, their drills and stuff. I have never seen in my life a team's intensity in training like that. The drills, the sprints. At one point, they had a defence against attackers and Vertonghen and Harry were going hammer and tong. And I'm thinking... How the hell are they going to get through 90 minutes? Mm. What's more? Do you remember it was pouring down the rain? They were all in T-shirts and a bib, shorts and short socks. I then looked to my right 
and I saw the Arsenal team warming up. They're all in snoods, gloves, mm. hats, long sleeve uh, tracky mm. tops and bottoms, in two circles, just kicking a ball backwards and forwards to each mm. other. And I thought, there's only one team's going to win this. Mm. And I just thought, it was incredible. I couldn't mm. believe the effort they were putting in yeah. for pre-match warm-up and drills. Yeah. Staggering. We're, um, I mean, another thing, we're, we're 17 games unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Mm. Which is the best thing since... Since George Graham, which since, really surprised no, me. I think it's gone beyond the George Graham. 1967. Yeah. And I wrote it down. Yeah, no, but it is. It's the best run. So it's certainly, without the best run since I've been going to Spurs. Wow. Probably a good self. Probably all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that in itself is, is remarkable. The best team? I think they are now, Paolo, yeah, for me. <sighs> best team if they win something. I no. see. I, I Don't do this to me. I, I, I mean, I still have a very soft spot for Keith Birkinshaw Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And they won trophies. And, yeah. But also, the, I don't really get this the idea about they have to win something. If you listen to all the punters... They don't now, have to. Like, but, but you hear you all the punters to. like Alan Shearer and people like that saying, they've got to win something, they've got to win something. Is winning the Carabao Cup suddenly going to propel Pochettino to something better than he is now? Of course mm. it's not. Is it going to make Harry Kane stay? Of course it's not. I think times have changed now and Champions League football, whether you like it or not, is everything. And yeah. that's what I think Poch wants is Champions League and, and the Premier League. League. But I think the, I'd the love FA to Cup see us means the so much though. Yes, and we've obviously got a very, very good chance in I'd that. love to see but us win the I, FA I Cup think one thing, one thing that's kind of been very disappointing and kind of fuels my um, Tottenham conspiracy theories about the media, who I believe hate us, um, is because they, they use that. It's like they can't yeah. just go. This is a great team yeah, playing great football. It's Harry Kane's going to leave. You're not paying him enough money. But, but, but he's going to go. In fairness, in fairness to that though, you speak. But in fairness, you speak to players, experts. For them, it's all about medals. It's all about going, looking back at your career, I won this, I won this. Now, yeah. as a fan, I think you're right. It has changed. Yeah. I never rewatch my two, you know, Leicester City League Cup thing, QPR, H2 FA Cup. Yeah. There's certain finals I've forgotten about, yeah. I don't look at, but I won't forget Inter Milan at White Hart Lane, yeah. Real Madrid no, at Wembley. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Games in the great scheme of yeah. things might not mean anything to winning a trophy. Even qualifying yeah. that the night memories when Peter got, got the winner at Man City. You know, it, like it was yesterday. There's certain it's games amazing. that I will, will, will live I lit candles in church. So what do you think we're most likely <laughs> going to win this year then? <laughs> what, could we, what have we got the best chance I, of winning? I think you've got to be realistic and go the FA Cup. If we get... I think Swansea away is so tough. It's tough. It's not going to be easy. Liverpool and Arsenal. It's not going to be easy, but it's not their focus. They're all about staying up. Or that you know, the, the, I, you know, it doesn't matter. It depends what team we put out as well. Mm. But you hope for quarterfinal. But why are we crumbling against Rochdale? Out. Why are we crumbling at these smaller grounds Cause away? Because he's not playing. He's he's resting too many players. Well, I he think, needs to not games. make those changes. Eleven changes, wasn't it, when we were playing yeah, no, Rochdale away? Absolutely. I just hope he puts that good side. But, but you know, you go to Rochdale. With all due respect, it's mm. a tiny ground, it's a bumpy pitch. And, I'll tell you, know. you what, I've, watching those two games against Rochdale, I've seen worse teams in the Premiership than Rochdale. I thought they were bloody good for yeah, 75% yeah, of that yeah, game. Yeah. They played some cracking football. Yeah. There's no way they were just belting yeah, it up that in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Their, goal, their goal they got at Wembley yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, was, yeah. Really good goal. Anyway, let's uh, try and bring in now Eric the Viking, talking about medals and 1991 FA Cup winning goalkeeper. Um, let's try him now. Right, I'm joined now uh, with ex-Tottenham goalkeeper, FA Cup winning goalkeeper, uh, Eric Torsvet. Eric, thank you so much for joining us tonight. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. It's uh, extremely snowy in uh, Norway. At the I, I wouldn't want it any other way. way. <laughs> uh, to us, you know, I'd expect I that. In, uh, I was in England at the weekend and everybody was complaining about the 
hazardous weather weather conditions that I thought it was like coming to Spain. You were there in your shorts. <laughs> you were there in your shorts yeah. and flip flops. Exactly. Yeah, because you 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 now work for Norwegian Television. So were you over working for them? No, I was just there as a private person, basically, okay. because uh, normally when I work with Premier League on uh, on television, we're just based in a studio in Bergen. So right. uh, um, when I've seen Tottenham live lately, it's just been to go over and uh, just uh, watch it and enjoy, really. Yeah. But the, the good thing about working on television is also that I get to see basically every single Tottenham match mm. home and away. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it's uh, that's a good thing, because... Uh, Obviously, uh, when Tottenham are as good as they are at the moment, it's uh, just a joy to be a Spurs fan, and that's not always been the case. <laughs> yes, so, you don't say. Absolutely. I mean, how, how, how good, being as an ex-player, and obviously seeing many Tottenham teams over, over the years, how good do you put this, this team? And do you think, as an ex-player, does it come down to having to win trophies? Um, well, obviously, I think this is uh, um, the best team I've ever seen, uh, wow. definitely. So, uh, I've never seen Tottenham any better than this. Uh, so, um, and there's always these discussions about, you know, how good is this team compared to that. And uh, it's difficult to, because everything develops all the time. And to be honest, I, I, this team would have you know, slaughtered us, to be honest. But that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it's supposed to be developed. Um, the players are just pitter. I mean, the, the, the way they play together, uh, it's, you know, and obviously there's a team setting a brand new standard in the Premier League. And that's, mm. even though Tottenham are really, really good, I mean, Man City is just uh, incredible. So, uh, but... Um, uh, you know, it was 25 years ago since we won the FA Cup final. Just uh, I don't know, was it last year or something? And, yeah. and someone sort of said, "Well, the, the match is on uh, YouTube or whatever." So I just had a look and had a look at some of the old matches that we mm. played because you don't normally do that. I mean, you don't uh, you know sit down and just uh, go down memory lane. It doesn't really happen that often. But I was you know pleasantly surprised by. The football we actually played, I mean, it was better than I thought it was. Well, you had, was, look, you, you, know, you had yourself in goal. You know, you had well, Gary, like, Gary Mappet, Gazza, obviously, Lineker. It was, it was a, a yeah. very, 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 very strong team. It, it was a strong team. And, and the, the football, as I said, was just at a better level than, I, than yeah. I thought it was. Because, obviously, the possession style has now taken over. So, it's more, not as direct. And you keep the ball for longer periods. Mm. Um, but um, I thought the, the sort of the mix was quite good about with from having the possession and also being direct. So and yeah. obviously one of the the, the the factors is also obviously the, the quality of the pitches, mm. which is now absolutely incredible. Even you know you watch the 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 match on uh, Wednesday at Wembley, you thought after that experience the match uh, the, the the pitch is going to be. Wow! Against the Huddersfield, it's not going to be too good. But I mean, you couldn't even see anything. No, it's I was true. just like at a pool's table. It's very true. Now, t- tomorrow's game, Eric. I mean, we-, we were just talking here in the studio how we'd set up and how Juventus set up. The fact that Juventus have got to come and win the game. Do you think they'll be a bit more gung ho than they used to, or do you think they'll play their normal star and try and nick a goal? I think it would be. You know, we got to be patient. We got ninety minutes to do it. I mean, it's. But it's, for Tottenham, it's uh, um, mentally, it's uh, you know you have to go out there and try and win the, the match. If you go out there and, and try and protect your away goals, then it's more difficult because mm. you're 
suddenly a bit defensive instead of being, you know, forward thinking all the time. But I, I was just so really, I have to say, amazed by how the, the match developed down in uh, Turin because, yeah. uh, I mean, it, it was just, uh, you know, they dominated so incredibly after yes. the first 10 minutes. And uh, I can't really see, with them being so dominant, uh, I can't really see it being that much different if if they go for the same thing. I think they will be able to control the match. So I can't really see that Juventus will have possession, more possession, if Tottenham decide that we should have more possession than them. I think Tottenham team is as so good that they can actually say, well, we will have the ball more than Juventus, and that will happen. Mm. Well, I hope, I hope you're right, Eric. And then and moving on, obviously... Probably the the better chance we have on paper of, of, of winning a trophy is obviously the FA Cup this season. We're in the quarterfinal now. We've got Swansea. What was your... I mean, when you won the Cup in 91, obviously behind the scenes, there was so much going on. There was sort of... Scott, well, the club was in debt. You know, Scholar was sort of was on its way out. Sugar was maybe coming in. You had so much going on behind the scenes. How much did that affect you and the players at the time? I, I always thought that it's easy to use stuff like that as an excuse. I mean, look at Newcastle now with all that stuff with the owner and Benitez. And, but it's, it's, I mean, there's no reason why a squad of players should be able to concentrate, go in and training every day and, and do a proper job at it. So uh, I think it's just something, and you get sort of used to it as well. I, I guess the players in Newcastle are used to it. I, even at us, our place, there was, as you said, there was always something going on. Mm. And and it's, uh, I think it's, don't use it as an excuse. Do your job. Concentrate on your football. You should be able to do that, even though there are, you know, distractions. Yeah, no, so, uh, that's good to hear. I, even before I remember, before this Cup Final '91, we we played with Hummel. You know, the, mm-hmm. the sports brand Hummel. And they had, hadn't, you know, uh, fulfilled their obligations. So Tottenham could basically, before the cup final, say, well, we don't want to play with that kit. But uh, because you haven't fulfilled your obligations, why should we promote you when you haven't done your bit? Mm. And obviously, Umbra was there wanting to go, get in and have that, you know, um, uh, show off as a cup finalist and get the exposure. But then the question is, will it jinx the final? We've used this kit all the way around, you know, through all the rounds. Wasn't they like holstered on some of the shirts yeah, and yeah. not on others? I, I remember at the time it was all a bit Yeah, there was some peculiar. There. But then again, you know, it's, it was a big decision to make, really, for the club. So, shall we just, you know, the most important thing is to win, but should we win in Hummel or should we win in Umbro? So, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 ch- we changed and we played with these long shorts. That was the first time, I think it was the first kick where someone really had these long, almost down to the knees, Shorts. Yeah, that's what I remember. So, uh, and and we we actually played with those and we won with it. So we didn't think it. So what that was, was good. What was your memory of obviously the game before, which you know for Spurs fans around the world listening, will be probably a, almost a greater memory than the actual final was obviously the semi final against a rivals Arsenal, a team that kind of on paper were well they'd won the league they were they were going for the double and you know, a lot of Spurs fans went there kind of fearing the worst what was said in the week running up to that game and, and you know you talk about good starts in foot, football matches that first 20-25 minutes was we were unplayable what was your memory of that game? Um, I just remember that 
you know, everybody talked about Gaza in the final, you know, when he uh, injured himself, that he was too psyched up. And um, But I, I just remember that he was exactly the same in the semi. <laughs> but then after he scored that incredible uh, three-kick goal against David Seaman, I think so much steam was let out of him just because of that goal and that release. So he sort of calmed down a little bit after mm-hmm. that. But everybody was really psyched up. And I, I just noticed when I first came to Spurs that because then Tottenham hadn't beaten Arsenal for a while and this extreme hunger to beat Arsenal, it was just there. It was just... And um, it, it's always been there. It, it's been the main thing. And at one stage, I think Arsenal felt so, you know, raised above Tottenham. The, mm. the, the players, they wanted to compete against AC Milan and Real Madrid. And Spurs were some, somehow beneath them. Uh, I just got that feeling. But in the last few seasons, it sort of picked up again. And now, obviously, Tottenham can look down on Arsenal, who have yeah. a big crisis. Yes. So things have really, really turned around. And it's a good feeling. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling when we're, and it's been a while, but we're all absolutely reveling on it. Um, looking back at your time at Spurs, you, you mentioned Gaza there, and obviously, kind of everyone's got a Gaza story. What was he like to, to, to work with and his pranks? I know there was a famous prank with him and Steve Sedgley with you and your goalkeeping gloves, if you uh, remember yeah. that one. What happened there? Yes. Well, he... Um, uh, you, can, you can say what you want on this. It's not a radio show. <laughs> no, it's, uh, he just uh, needed to go to the toilet and somehow uh, he didn't make it in time. But he made it in time to my gloves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Which, uh, which were lying in the dressing room. And the funny thing is that the grip was unbelievable afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Great grip, actually. Uh, no rebounds after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Uh, I, I read uh, this autobiography about Gaza, in which I thought, you know, some say, well, this is a typical example that some what happens when the limelight is turned off and how bad it can turn out and everything. And I don't think that's necessarily true with Gaza because... He had so much luggage mentally mm. that he can turn around and say, it's incredible that he became such a good player with, you know, all the stuff he was carrying. You yes. know, everything that had happened to him, all his mental luggage. You know, I just read in this autobiography that, you know, for every five steps, he had to sort of kick his left boot into the ground mm. as he was running. And suddenly I just saw, picture it in front of me. Yes, he did that. So he lost his nail, the nail on his big toe and stuff like that. And, and you know, when we were away at playing away games, suddenly he could knock on the hotel door at 2.30 at night and because he couldn't be alone with his own thoughts. Hmm. And that's, I mean, and, and sometimes when, you know, when, when people walk onto a football pitch, there's pressure and somebody, some get nervous and some, you know, it's difficult to perform. But with Gas, it was different. Mm. When he walked off the pitch, yeah. that's when the pressure was on. Mm. Yeah. So when we stopped, when we were finished training, maybe he would just go over to the juniors and play an hour with them as well. Because that's when was when he was free. That's yeah. when he felt free yeah. when he was on the pitch. Yeah, it's very sad, so, really. So mm. yeah, and 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 so, so there was so many things going on, and but despite despite everything. You know, he in one day, I remember, he drove from London to Newcastle and back, and then from <laughs> London to Newcastle and back again no. in the same day. And, and just to do insane stuff like that, yeah, we're and still be able to perform like he did, you know, uh, it was just a, just a natural 
Bourne footballer. Yeah, we've got a, uh, Paolo Hewitt's here. Paolo's got a, a question for Harry, you. Harry, I heard this story um, that after the, after the semi-final, um, Terry Venables had said to Gaza, Gaza, what an amazing free kick. And Gaza said, yeah, and did you see Seaman, the silly sod, tried to save it? Is that true? <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh, I could might have well be. I can't remember that. But I just remember that the day after the uh, after the semi, I was listening to the to the radio um, uh, the day after. And obviously, there's a goalkeepers' union, and we sometimes feel sorry for each other. Mm. And they had this joke on the on on the radio station the day after the semi. And it was what uh, what Michael what has Michael Jackson and David Seaman got in common? And the answer was. Both wear gloves for no apparent reason. <laughs> uh, which I thought was a bit cruel to, to David, to be honest. It's funny, it's funny. Because he was good. a fantastic story. Yeah, oh, that is great. Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, hopefully you'll come in the studio when you're next in London. Uh, thank you so much uh, for giving us so much pleasure uh, over the years yeah, in yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much. You know, it's been great to be on the show. Keep up the good work. Lovely. Thanks, Eric. Thanks. Thank All you so then. much. Bye. 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 Love him. What a lovely man. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> what a lovely man. He yeah. dropped me home once from a party. Did he? I must have been 19, about 23. I don't know where it was, and he dropped me home in his car. Go on. Wow. That's, that was it. That was my memory. <laughs> and and um, uh, Thomas Grimshaw, is a friend of mine, has got an extraordinary story, which he'll tell much better when he's on the show next month. But when he was 16, he just got his autograph and said to Eric, can I come training with you next week? And Eric went, um, uh, um, all right. And Thomas showed up with all his kit and has sharing hitting balls at him and hitting. No. They assumed he was like a youth player. He just asked. Can you imagine nowadays no. that happening? Oh, yeah. Such a nice and it was guy. like, yeah, right. And dropped him, picked him up, dropped him home, and everything. Got to think about dropping people. Yeah, up, it was. Yeah, but just a lovely, <laughs> yeah. lovely. Do you know, in my abiding memory, that ninety-one semi-final against Arsenal. I was really, really, I think we all were. We were just really petrified about oh, that yeah, game. And then the yeah. team sheet came up, and I noticed that Terry Venables had dropped Mitchell Thomas for the first time hmm. for about 25 that. games. And I suddenly thought, with all respect <laughs> to Mitchell Thomas, we've got a real chance here now. Yeah. I can't even think the replacement it would have been, but yeah. I do remember oh, that, thinking that's a very Sam significant play. I'm trying to think who played. How's played? How's played? Um, David Howes played. Steve Sedgley played. Yeah, Sedgley Howes. I wonder Nine what the atmosphere played. was like yeah. in that dressing room beforehand what do they say to each other I know what, how did they not crumble I know it's incredible we just went for it didn't we it's amazing you know and I think that kind of spirit brings us forward to this current team yeah. this kind of give me goosebumps we saying don't, it's the best we don't, we, don't get, we don't give a fuck and basically we're just going to go for it mm. we believe in our ability I don't know, yeah, and we believe I, we can beat any team put in front of us yeah, and I, I really think this is this current team thinks yeah, that I, I think Pock has, um, has what, what he's done is he's kind of he recognises that, but he, there's also a danger there where you go too wild. I think he's about his thing is about that you you channel that into a kind of professionalism. Do you mm. know what I mean? That it's yeah. very, you know, you, you it's hard it's hard to explain it. But reading his book, he's all about um, playing football like you do life. Yeah, that's what you do, and and that you drama. You know, like he was talking at the weekend about drama, which was all barbed at Arsenal, which was great. Yeah, but that's what he's on about. It, it, you don't have this drama, which yeah. comes from ah, we got yeah. to kill him, we got to, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Going that way. Yeah. That way, you're not thinking. Mm. But he yeah. keeps saying the word enjoy. I said that to you earlier. Yeah. 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 He yeah. wants the boys to go out there and have the best time of their yeah. lives. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they've all said in the press mm. today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go out there and have fun tomorrow. Yeah, which is just a bit unheard of, yeah. really, yeah. isn't it? But he's also built this incredible team spirit i mean you know wenger 
Mm. As ever since the day he first stepped ashore, he's talked about team spirit and yeah. mental strength. Yeah. This guy, Pochettino, yeah. has got it in bucketfuls. The yeah. way that he's delivered that. You know, I never thought I'd ever in my lifetime see a Tottenham team with that amount of spirit and that kind of competitiveness and team spirit. I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah. We had Paul Miller on us. I don't know if you listened to the Paul yes. Miller special from last week. It was one, if you haven't listened to the Paul Miller show from last week, download it. It's fascinating. He was talking about seeing them at training. He was saying was, they yeah. do. he's been seeing the current team training and oh, stuff. Okay. And he says they're such mates. They don't do it because there's so many cameras nowadays there's webcams and this and that going on mm. you know so but they are cuddling and, and you know hugging each other the whole time he goes and they you know when the camera's away you kind of see all that and this this mm. absolute team spirit and mm. belief they're all in it together it's a mm. new management style from like fergie isn't it it's not they're not, yeah. not, they're not terrified of him yeah they're not frightened about losing like fergie mm. i think maybe put into his team mm. they, they're like his dad he's like their dad that's a very mm. good that's point right. actually lucy because there was that brilliant thing that i saw on I can't remember what site it was on now. Maybe Twitter. Harry Kane after he scored his hundredth goal. Oh, the, the red wine. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Tears. Oh God! Tears. Did you read yeah. that? No. Yeah. It was just oh, the most beautiful. Reader. And his it's, words yeah. about Pochettino. In fact, where he just suddenly says, yeah. "I realise that this guy, yeah, he's my manager, but he's also my mate. He's my yeah. best father mate. figure." Yeah, yeah. yeah. The great thing. The great beautiful. thing about yeah. that piece was that he said. Um, when he got dropped by Arsenal he kind of got developed and said I'm going to show you yeah. I'm going to show Arsenal yeah. and he wrote and I've scored against Arsenal a few times he said and now I dream about holding up the Premier League trophy yeah. in the new stadium yeah. Yeah. so all these people who keep saying oh he's going to Real Madrid in yeah. the summer yeah and he said I don't want to play in the Premier League I want to play in the Premier League for Spurs yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to win yeah. the league yeah, for, for Spurs, Spurs. well it's, 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 it's and, and also that team thing yeah. that's, why, that's why I'm kind of really confident it's going to, because if you're in a team like that you, you want to be there don't also, yeah, I think, exciting, you know, the other it? thing yeah. as well is that what's happening off the pitch is also very important. I mean, the the thought that's gone into this new ground now, I was reading the thing about all the aggregate from the old oh, ground. Oh, amazing. Going yeah, the, the, the bits the old ground it's floor. Just, I mean, that is an absolute. And Ledley nearly cried, idea. didn't he? Yeah. It was amazing. And you just think, actually, there's a huge amount of thought because just going on to our North London neighbours at the moment, I've, I've always, I always... I take pride in the fact I, I know as much about Arsenal as Spurs. It's that old godfather thing about, you know... Keep your friends close. Exactly, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. And <laughs> they are... Don't represent what Arsenal used to represent. And I'm not having a go at them now, but they are, they, that's oh, but not please. Arsenal in any way, shape or form. It just isn't. It's some horrible corporate hybrid now. They didn't even have the same badge any longer. And I think the Spurs people now that who own the club, Levy and whoever... They must be looking at that now and thinking, we are not going to make that same mistake, which is why I think all this thought has gone into making the ground almost like mm. attached to and the And they've team announced an extension to the ground now. Pochettino 62, 62 in a bit, yeah. 62 in a bit yeah. now. Yeah, it's yeah, gone yeah, yeah. We're running out of time, uh, everyone. Very quickly, weekend, back to the league, Bournemouth away. Uh, Bournemouth in a bit of form. Obviously, on the same uh, weekend, Liverpool play Manchester United. Yeah. Chelsea have got. Um, There's another big game with uh, two of the teams. Chelsea got Palace, that's right. So anyway, tough games there. Quick prediction, Bournemouth. I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow A lot depends tomorrow on tomorrow, yet, I think. How we're going to be. But, you know, we've, we've got to keep in that top four. We're five points ahead of Arsenal now, Lucy. Yeah, I think we are... More than that. No, we're not. Five. We're 13 points ahead of Arsenal. Five instead of Chelsea, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five yeah. points ahead of Chelsea in fifth, yeah. sorry. Um, I think that even if we don't do well tomorrow, I think the boys will still be having their eyes on the top four. Yeah. I think we will probably scrape a win at the weekend. Let's hope not um, a repeat of Southampton. 
because that will yes, kill that me was, uh, again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was a horrible weekend down there, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think we'll win it 2 0. 2 0? Yeah, I agree. Jeff? I think 2 0 as well. Yeah. Paolo, you think? 4 0. We always do well in Bournemouth. <laughs> lovely. Well, look, thank you, Lucy. So, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Again, Jeff and Paolo, Pleasure. thank you yeah, so much. Absolutely. Thanks for Eric Torsford as well on the phone. And uh, and it's been a special longer show tonight, but it's just at the moment. Worth, it's worth every minute. It's worth it. It's, it's a wonderful time <laughs> it's a good team to be a Spurs spirit, fan. Yeah, and again, I say to younger fans, I don't know, sound like an old git, but. You know, You're some right. of us remember the shit years, yeah. the awful oh, years of some of the 70s, the mid-90s. It was just dire. And we went week in, week out going, why are we going to this? And now just enjoy this team. I, t- I, took, my, I, w- I took my wife to, to Tottenham one boxing day. We were playing West Bromwich Albion. I said, come and meet the mistress. Come and meet the, the, <laughs> the thing that I spend all my other money on and spend my time with. And after 60 minutes on a rain sodden boxing day, the scores at nil-nil, ball flying around everywhere. She turned to me and she went, well, this is a waste of time and money, isn't it? And I went, I think you might have a point there. Yeah. So remember that. Absolutely. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. Next week, Theo Delaney is hosted with Andy Davis, Darren Altman and David Luff. And don't forget, the outro music you're about to hear is from Adam Lightspeed and you can buy it at boysfromthelane.com. Until next week, come on, you Spurs. <laughs> This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.